Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you today on this Friday. Let me tell you, friends, it has been a feast this week. I hate to do this to you. I know it's tempting. Talked about food yesterday. I'm going to begin talking a little bit more food. Not in Shreveport, but in Bossier City, right across from the Red River. Some good friends of mine from the Shreveport Marshal's office took me to Ralph and Cuckoo's Premium Southern Seafood. Let me tell you. First opened in 1969 in Baton Rouge and Bossier City. And for lunch, I had alligator and shrimp St. Charles. And let me tell you, it was a mouth explosion. Alligator, tender, blackened just slightly. A little bit of spicy sauce to dip it in. You put it in your mouth and you're just like, oh, you just want that hunk of meat to just linger there for a while. Then the shrimp St. Charles, stumped, stuffed shrimp, little etouffee on the bottom, humongous southern style, unbelievable. It was a literal taste explosion, and I needed it because just like you, I can't get my head out of the societal implosion that we are witnessing. Not a taste explosion, a societal implosion. Looking at the news last night, found an article in an interview with someone that feels the same way as me. The Pulitzer Prize winning playwright, David Mamet, of Glengarry Glen Ross fame. One of the best plays ever written, an incredible movie. I'm sure most of you listening have seen it. He was being interviewed in the Wall Street Journal, and he said to them, talking about COVID, the lockdowns, society the way it is today, what happens, he asked, when the most respected authorities get it wrong and ruin lives and economies? What happens when the government screws up? Are there repercussions? Do they get in trouble? Or do people just suffer and those in power stay in power? When his article, he traces the history of several powerful people from Frederick Lindemann, a key advisor to Winston Churchill, to Trofim Lysenko, Joseph Stalin's science advisor, whose decisions led to catastrophe. Lysenko, for example, he believed that plants could actually be re-educated. It was kind of a few years ago when we had a president say they could control the oceans. But this guy believed that plants could be re-educated just like people. He believed that peas and wheat could actually be grown in the harsh Eurasian winters. And they were eventually, these crazy ideas were eventually adopted by the Soviet Union. The Soviet Ministry of Agriculture, Mamet writes specifically, acting on Lysenko's bogus theories, managed to ruin crops all over Eurasia and starve as many as 10 million people. Later, his ideas influenced agricultural policy in Mao's China and killed several million more. Now, 
despite the lunacy of his policies, despite the millions of people that he killed, in spite of the fact he was wrong and his theories were wrong and his science was wrong, he outlived Stalin, stayed in power all the way through Nikita Khrushchev long after his ideas were discredited, his theories were disgraced, he kept his degree and his academic titles, and he died peacefully in 1976 in the Khrushchevo Cemetery. Now, Mamet brings this up because to him it's a stark lesson of governmental power. Now, he goes on to talk about the lunacy going on right now. Not that it's all lunacy. I mean, obviously... COVID-19 is out there, but he talks about things like what, where that power takes people. Here he's talking about Dr. Fauci. If you look at the data, no, this is actually a quote from Dr. Fauci. So this is Dr. Fauci, the guy behind everything. Here's what he said. If you look at the data, the spread among children and from children is not very big at all. Not like one would have expected. And despite of that, Mamet points out, in spite of Fauci clearly saying that, in spite of evidence, overwhelming evidence from numerous countries that schools are not the motor of this virus, and there's no reason to have them closed, tens of thousands of schools across the country remain closed. And you hear of one person getting a case or one house school, they shut it all down. It's not because of science. Now why? Mamet, he thinks he knows why. Here's what he says. The virus here is government, or at least the incompetence who advise our rulers and cannot admit the legitimacy of dissension. See, what he warns of is that, you know, we think there's this big, huge government organization and all these tons of smart people getting together and making the decisions, and a lot of times it's one person. It's one person in a room listening to a bunch of people and then deciding, here's what I think, and that one thought dictates and determines everything else. And a lot of times they're wrong. And a lot of times they're stupid. Now that Wall Street Journal article that I've been quoting him from is a couple of weeks ago. Now just a day or two ago in a radio interview, here's what he said about the lockdowns. It just doesn't make any sense. It's the first time in history that an entire economy has been shut down because of an infection. And obviously everyone gets to pick his or her own experts and say whom they believe in. But that's what we're supposed to do with your health, right? We're supposed to make our own decisions about our health. What we're seeing is a populace that's gone nuts. And I've got a new book coming out called Journal of the Plague Year, where I try to reason my way through the way that the West is committing suicide. He said, what we're doing to commit suicide is we've forgotten the Constitution. I mean... Look at the arbitrariness of, you know, one state's got restaurants closed down, the next one doesn't. One school in your county sends the kid home, the other school, the kids are going to school. One business people come in and it's packed and they let them do it, and another business down the road, they're not. Look at the politicians. Look how many of them have been caught not wearing masks. Look how many of them have been caught in groups. If they believe their rhetoric, that wouldn't happen. If they believed what they were saying and they knew it 100%, they would be the first ones. You'd never see them without a mask. You'd never see them breaking the rules. But it's all over us. I think Mammoth's right. I don't think we're going to commit suicide, but I think, in a sense, we're allowing that to happen. 
I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to eventually say enough's enough. But there are going to be some businesses that die. There are going to be people that die because of it. Now, I started talking about Raf and Kaku's incredible meal I had there. Alligator. Shrimp St. Charles. Man, mouth-watering food. A restaurant that is old as I am. Everybody I met said, you got to go there. That's the place. I was there at lunchtime. When I was there, there was maybe 10% of the tables with people at them. How do you stay in business? How do you continue to make a living? At what point do you give up? And if you think people are just going to start coming back when we get to vaccines, you're crazy. Fear has altered people's behavior. And there are going to be people that are going to keep acting this way. And businesses are going to keep suffering. And the government is going to keep taking advantage of it and are going to do everything they can to never admit they made a mistake about any of it. Ralph and Cuckoo's empty with the best food in town. Very, very mammoth. <laughs> he could probably write a play around about it. So until next time, my friends, aim high, spread your wings, go out of your way to support those awesome restaurants in your town. Sit down and have an incredible meal. Let your lips smack. Let your taste buds start to sparkle. May your mouth water and stand up to the people that would have us commit suicide. That is how you keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Silouan. Have a great weekend. We're barreling toward Christmas. I'll see you on Monday. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Silouan Green.